Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to ClientsExcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome to the Excel in Retirement podcast. This is show number 37, and we are honored to have you here for a few minutes. My name is David Treese, and I've been helping retirees navigate retirement planning since 2011. We'd love to connect with you. If you'll reach out to us and let us know you're listening by emailing us at connect at clientsexcel.com, we'll drop a special gift in the mail to you, just a small token of appreciation. We'll also make sure you're getting our weekly newsletter, letting you know what we're up to and what the podcast is about each week. And that's all. We hope to hear from you. And also, if you'd like to connect with us over the phone, uh, just go to excelinretirement.com, E-X-C-E-L in retirement.com. And from there, you can schedule a 15-minute call with me. I'd love to speak with you. Well, a young lady named Mercedes Boggs in Tennessee was recently on her way home from work when her car hit a patch of ice. It flipped on its side and slid down an embankment. At the bottom of the hill was an ice-cold creek. She was knocked unconscious, and after she regained consciousness, she quickly realized that she was trapped in her vehicle. Her windshield had broken in the accident, and frigid creek water was rushing into her car. Well, a few minutes later, a coal miner named John Burke was on his way home from work and saw the car and how it had slid down the hill. He went down the hill and freed the lady from the car, and moments later, the car burst into flames. If he had been a few minutes later, she may have perished. John went on his way when the paramedics got there and the police officers got there, but he had trouble going to sleep that night because he was just wondering how Mercedes was faring and what had happened. He thought that she might have been injured, but then Mercedes had recovered at the hospital a few hours later, and uh, but Mercedes had no way of contacting her Good Samaritan. So she posted a post on Facebook asking for help identifying John. A few hours later, her post had been shared 900 times, and her post said, Please, please share this and hope to help me find the man that saved my life. I, hope, I owe him deeply. I would just like to speak to him. Without him, the situation would have been much different. That was what she said on her Facebook post. And uh, a few hours later, I suppose, they were connected. Somebody had put the two together and made the connection, and she just ultimately wanted to thank him. Of course, John downplayed his role in the situation, uh, but that was just a good feel-good story that ended well about somebody helping their fellow man. And it's always good hearing positive stories like that when things can be kind of negative on us. And this was taken from the website goodnewsnetwork.org. So check that out if you want to read other stories like this. I enjoy going there and reading stuff like that. 
So on to our financial planning content for this show. Part of being prepared for retirement is being aware of what is happening in the world. Everyone's tolerance for how much they want to know varies, but my goal is to distill an interesting topic down into an understandable way that can help you either prepare for retirement or maintain your retirement aspirations. Today, I'll cover a current event that seemingly few people understand or are aware of that may eventually impact us all. CNBC published an article last year titled, The Fed is Buying Some of the Biggest Companies' Bonds, Raising Questions Over Why. The points of the article covered are, the Federal Reserve is continuing to buy corporate bonds, following up on a pledge it made last March, in March of 2020. Corporate American titans such as Microsoft, Apple, Visa, and Home Depot have been among the beneficiaries. Questions have been raised over a, in quotations, moral hazard as the Fed debt, excuse me, as the Fed buys debt from companies that don't seem to need the central bank's help. Indirectly through exchange traded funds, the government holds investments in companies like Apple and Goldman Sachs also. The government has even purchased bonds of speculative grade. So what's the government doing? Well, the Federal Reserve seeks to stabilize financial markets during periods of major economic volatility. This is commonly referred to as quantitative easing, or QE, which that's its technical name. The definition of QE is a monetary policy whereby a central bank purchases at scale government bonds or other financial assets in order to inject money into the economy to expand economic activity. America is currently in its fourth installment of quantitative easing right now as I speak. As you may recall, the government bought trillions of dollars of bonds after the Great Recession that began in 2008, and that went through at least 2014. During that time, the Fed accumulated $4.5 trillion in assets. In September of 2019, the Federal Reserve began conducting quantitative, quantitative easing. This was six months before COVID-19 came to the forefront of most of our minds. So the government, this is a, this is very interesting. The government began quantitative easing in the fall of 2019, six months before COVID came to light. Donald, Donald Trump, the president at the time, had called for it several months prior to the rollout. Then in March of 2020, the government announced it would begin purchasing $700 billion in assets. The quantitative easing continues today. Some commentators are saying it will be permanent even. Kathy Jones, director of fixed income at Charles Schwab, is quoted in the CNBC article saying, The reasoning, I guess, makes sense. But when you look at the outcome, you scratch your head and wonder whether it is where we need the money to go. She continued, I do think it's moral hazard, Jones said. I think it's something that we're going to have to deal with when things settle down. There will be accusations that they committed money in ways that didn't make sense, and it didn't help the average Joe. The author of the article continued and said, so long as the Fed continues to steer the markets properly, the ideas of moral hazards and loss of independence will go away as conditions improve. On capital misallocation, brought up mostly in regard to the Fed buying junk debt, Goldman says market capital could have gone awry had the Fed not stepped in and stabilized the shakier parts of corporate debt. 
The fear is, is that the market, the stock market, this is me talking now, which generally is pricing in future movement in advance, may come to expect government intervention. So if the government continues to use QE, the market would come to expect it, thereby the capital injections or bond buying would be less beneficial in the future, is what the article uh, is arguing. I've outlined the facts and quoted other people thus far. Now I'll give you my opinion of the situation, what I think is going on. The fact that the government needs to or has to inject itself into the economy is troubling, folks. Quite frankly, I would have thought after the government ceased its injections in 2014, we would have seen major problems, but we did not. However, the Fed's balance sheet remained $3 trillion higher than before the Great Recession. The problem is, is we don't balance our budget in America. We run deficits every year, and many of our jobs have been outsourced to other countries. Outsourcing jobs diminishes the tax base because there's less people paying taxes. It also takes the dignity away from people that could be using those jobs to provide for their families. We need jobs in America. Nobody knows if QE is sustainable or how long it will last. And quite frankly, no one is privy to knowing the future. But what I do know is that our philosophy and how we manage money is incredibly beneficial in times like these. Active management of stock market investments combined with buckets of money that have risk-free rates of return or risk-free pools of money is incredibly beneficial. Beneficial. If we can earn a return and our money can be invested risk-free in a portion of our portfolio, that is incredibly beneficial when you're approaching retirement or you're in retirement. If you're interested in learning more about how to position your assets or part of them in risk-free portions of your portfolio, how to construct that, I'd be happy to talk with you. But you can go back and listen to episode 15 of our show. I go into it further there and tease this idea out, and I would be happy to speak with you more. Uh, but our philosophy is extremely beneficial when there's so much uncertainty in the world, and it matters more when you're in retirement the risk that you're taking on. When you have 20, 30, 35 years before you're going to need to use your money and you're saving, 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 accumulating, it's one thing. You can put your investments in a pool and try to forget about them. That's probably the best approach. But when you're getting close to retirement, like 10 years before retirement, and you're in retirement, we have to be knowledgeable about what's going on with our investments and actively managing them. And that's what we do at our firm. Uh, Again, if you'd like to speak with me, go to excelinretirement.com. I can share more with you and answer your questions. Uh, I'd be happy to. And so... Uh, you can go there. And this is one of those things like uh, some people uh, play these games where they go back and forth and don't really answer your questions. That's not the way we work. We're very upfront and transparent with what we do. Uh, so I'd love to connect with you and we'll see you next week on our show. Thanks for listening. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. 
Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.